0: Hello, 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 everybody. It's Stefan coming in your ears. Oh, God, no, that's way too aggressive. But hey, guys, I really am coming in your ears right now. And I just want to say it's never felt so good. Thank you for allowing me in there. I really appreciate it. And you guys are gonna have a good time too. Don't worry. So while we're all settling in, getting comfortable, buckling up for this adventure, I just wanted to give you guys a little taste of our special guest today. Today we're going to have Ben Polizzi and... Oh boy, do we bro out. If you guys haven't had a good bro sesh lately, you're in for a good one. So Ben and I, we talk about how he got into stand-up, his approach into it, which was pretty unique actually. And this guy, he's just, he's so smart. He's also got this science to be able to make videos go viral, test them out, get a check to see if they're going to be funny or not. And so we talk a little bit about that because he's amassed uh, hundreds of thousands of followers across Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, etc. He's a really funny guy. We just have a great time overall. We talk about him. I talk about one of the funniest videos I think I've ever seen online, which was from him where he interviewed this guy that I think, you know, looking back on it is a big tweaker, but it was hilarious. So I'm glad he captured that. And and then just one last thing. Thank you again for listening. This brings my heart joy and my heart continues to flourish from all the subscriptions, all the telling of your friends and telling your family, your grandma, your aunts, your stepdad, Yeah, even stepdads listen to this because it's that cool. And also, leaving a review. Guys, if you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and smash those five stars. Say something. I'll read it. I'll go on here and read it. Don't you worry. I'll read it. But no, seriously, thank you guys so much. Love you guys. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Our comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for deaf interest. and friends. Make an exaggerated statements, not meant to be taken literally. What was that? Seven? A uh, comedy advice podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, you got to do the intro. You got to oh. do the intro. All right, yeah, yeah. Rip it, rip it, bro. I've been wondering if it should what? just be
0: a cold open or if I'd need to do an intro because I've been doing an intro for like a hundred and forty episodes. But maybe I'll try cold bro, open.
1: I love it. I love doing the easy open. Because it like, well, me and you are experienced with podcasts, but when you have a guest on that's never been on a podcast, it makes them nervous. So I'm I always just like ease into it like that.
0: Dude, that's... Like, and they're that's, like, oh, we're
1: recording? And I'm like, yeah, man. It's, it just sounds more natural. That's just like something I've noticed from doing podcasts. Maybe that, I don't, you can try it with me. I don't care.
0: That No, that's a great tip, man. I love hearing tips like that as we're on a comedy advice podcast with your host, Stefan Satani. We've also got a very special <laughs> guest. <laughs> 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 that was smooth, bro. I, was like, doing <laughs> I saw the opportunity and I just went for it.
1: Bro, that was that was honestly nasty. I'm intimidated
0: by <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh, God. Well, anyway, that we've was, we've got a very special guest today. <laughs> this guest, I'm gonna announce him. He's a rising star in the stand-up crushing it in india and beyond you can see him on the gram twitter TikTok, alongside joey molinaro making faces or just being plain hilarious in his solo videos he's got a hilarious podcast with a name to match the vibe espresso everybody welcome ben polizzi
1: what's up man you did your research that bio was like pieced together well
0: dude i i really like you
1: know, you know my whole life
0: yeah, yeah. So when you were six years old, you moved from Milwaukee to Indiana. And,
1: uh, wait, did you make that up, dude? I was going to try and Michigan. make up a fact, but I think Michigan. I actually
0: heard that on a podcast that you are on. So I, I think that might actually be true. Hopefully, no, it's close, close. Hopefully, it's not coming across as creepy. I don't know that many facts about you. Ah,
1: Everything's good. creepy anyway. So, whatever. <laughs> I'm over it.
0: <laughs> but dude it seems like you are just the successful shining star and i'm so glad to be blinded by your light and joining uh, have you joining me on this podcast
1: Thanks, man it's thank you that's, it's a pleasure that's so cool to hear. i'm i'm not i mean I, I i'm one day but right now i'm just doing whatever it takes you know just like you
0: <laughs> dude yeah yeah just grinding grinding hairstyling that should be a song but um Dude, I was gonna tell I was gonna tell our audience the way that I found out about you is on Instagram and I don't even know how I stumble. Sometimes your thumb just takes control and you just keep scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And then I stopped because I saw this video. I usually don't even have audio on because I just blindly go through or deftly no, go through, I guess. Man. But I was watching this video with you and Joey where you guys were doing this work from home bit and your faces, they, they just, the faces that you made were cracking me up without audio. So I had to listen to it again with the audio, dude. That's
1: so funny, man. I never thought I'd be like the face guy. Like when we go into those characters, like that's just what, uh, we always, we work. me and Joey worked at the same place. So we always made fun of people in the break room that would just, like, senselessly talk about stuff, like, for no reason. And they'd always be like, what do you think? And we'd be like, dude, like, you don't even care. And that's just, like, how we got those characters. And we just, like, exaggerated the shit out of it. And I don't know. It just hit somehow. And that's that video you saw, I'm pretty sure.
0: Yes, yes. Wild. Oh, my God. I I see that you've done a couple of them, too, which is...
1: It's just like oh, yeah. once like I
0: stumbled, and once I stumbled across, I hit this vein of of delicious gold, and then I saw on your feed, it's just an endless number of videos that are just scrunchu- <laughs> scrumptious, snackable. So I was there for an hour, and I was like,
1: "Thanks, bro." Those adjectives, have you been like up in the thesaurus? Now this is getting a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god. I I actually... Well, this is my secret. I just watched with my wife because we get to watch... Well, well there's what I want to watch and what she wants to watch, so we compromise and watch what she wants to watch. And so we ended, up, <laughs> we ended up watching this fucking Anne with an E on Netflix. And this little red-headed girl has this expansive vocabulary. And I was like, I'm not going to be one-upped by this little red-headed orphan. So I want to up my vocab game. So... You yeah. got scrumptious in there. That's that's pretty much it. I
1: feel you. Dude. It's, it's nice. It was nice. It it made sense. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, God. man, that's all. That's all I try to do is just, especially at a weird time like this where we can't like get on stage and stuff. I'm like, well, everybody's just on their phones, so why not just push out some content? And it really is a push. Like a lot of stuff I do doesn't land. <laughs> no, the, the stuff you've seen land is the stuff on my page. So that's kind of where. What all those videos you're talking about, that's kind of like how that all goes down,
0: dude. I was gonna ask about that too. I feel like I'm saying dude so many times, but I just feel oh, just me, you are
1: such bros. Look at our hair, (laughs) we can say dude as much as we want, dude. We have a dude card, (laughs) you know what I mean. You can't like you can take whatever you want from me. You're not taking the word dude from me. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, anyway, pushing out content. And I was going to ask because you said what you have on your feed is what stuck, what just really got there. Do you, it sounds like you've got stuff that's also flopped, which we've all been there. But how do you, do you have a feeling before you push it live? Are you like, "Mm, I'm not sure about this? Or is it just kind of luck of the draw from your experience?
1: Sometimes it's really lucky. Sometimes I'll I'll put videos on my story just to gauge it. Like I don't know if this is that funny. Maybe people don't know what I'm talking about. And I'll put it on my Instagram story. And I can see how many reactions and shares there are. And if there's a ton of shares, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to post it. Because that's kind of like a way you can gauge if it's going to hit or not. But uh, I put out a video yesterday about, like, a Skip It toy, like a, a 90s toy. Do you know? Do you remember that? Did you see that video? I did. And, like, throughout the day, I was like, I want to post this today, but I just don't know if it's, like, there yet. And it was still funny, but it just wasn't there. And then I took, like, some time throughout the day, and I kept re-watching it, and I, like, added a line and then added a line at the end, and it, I was like, that's where it needs to be, and then I posted it. So when I get that – feeling like i don't know if it's there yet it's usually not and there's a little bit something that just needs to be tweaked a little bit to make it like like prime time you know what i mean yeah it's funny that we're talking about like a 30 second video like that but like it's kind of it's kind of my life
0: now well (laughs) and it's cool because you also it it also shows that there's a science behind it where it's a lot of people think that it's just this magical mystical thing but like you were saying, how you test things out in your stories, you're also piecing together oh, yeah, the videos absolutely. just to make sure that it, you've got the lines in there and those things that make it funny, right. um, all the right ingredients. It's almost like baking a cake, you know. If you it don't have the right fine. ingredients, like I've
1: done, I've done some one-off videos where there's no like writing or editing like that, and those are just that's just some lucky shit. Like you can't just pop out like ten lucky videos in a row. Like you got to have some kind of formula, I think.
0: Yeah. And by the way, I will affirm that, that that skip it video is hilarious. I was it's a little bit of a wait for it. It it cap it um captivates you or draws you in. And then uh, I, I, right after the scene where it zooms where it's like, Oh, you can count how many times you skip and then you hit your shin and it's like it'll smack the shit out of your shit, and it just shows you throwing it across the lawn. I I lulled <laughs> on that one. I literally lolled Thanks, man. It was good. It
1: was it was something different at the end and then I, I went back and just threw that threw it to the moon, man, because I just <laughs> I don't know, it was just a feeling thing. Like it wasn't supposed to end like that at all. I was I've been sitting on that video for like two weeks, just like going back and forth. It's so stupid.
0: <laughs> By the I was gonna ask, do you have director's cuts or do you have these different variations of videos where it's like an alternate ending?
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, but they're just, like, not as good. <laughs> I mean, oh, go ahead. all my alternate endings are, like, lame as shit. Like, nobody would want to see them. <laughs> but, like, there's been plenty. And I'm like, I wonder if that would work at the end. Like, with those office guy videos that me and Joey do that, we always debate on the ending whether it should be, like, a close-in zoom of one of our faces or, like, just... And there's a lot of alternates for those cuz we 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 laugh at the end of those so hard and long like there's been a lot of funny like very zoomed in like <sighs> face shots that like we just say nah too much and then we just move off I don't know
0: cuz I was going to ask and I might have a an idea for you since this is a self-help podcast do you it, make bro. do you make a lot of money off of the content that you're making
1: No I I really don't make any money. It's just kind of like self promotion, really. Like, I kind of did that. I started making videos and stuff on the internet to sell because I was going to, because I was like going into stand up. And I was like, how am I going to get people out to shows if they don't think I'm funny? If I'm just like randomly, hey, I'm doing stand up, like, it's like, what? But if I have like some momentum behind it, like, Oh yeah, he's been making those videos. Let's go see him do stand up. That's kind of the reason I started doing it. And yeah. now it's just kind of like to to get people out to shows and stuff, just so that oh yeah, I saw that guy on the internet. Let's go see uh, he's performing on Friday. Let's go see him. Like that's without the videos, like I don't know who would even know if I existed, <laughs> something that? like that. But the money making part really comes from uh, uh, this app called Cameo. Have you heard of that?
0: Oh, yes, yes.
1: Uh, That's where if I make any money off any stuff I've done online, it's because of that. And I put out like a, a story yesterday and I put it on Twitter that was like, send someone a personalized shout out from Johnson, that office guy character and like. I got like eight new cameos right away because people just like that dude. And they just want to, you know, yo, my buddy's a Yankees fan and a FSU fan. Can you do a shout out from Johnson? Like put some beer puns in there. Like that's, a, that's what they'll say. And I'll just have to like whip out a quick little video and I get paid for it. So that's like, that's all the revenue I really get.
0: Oh, that might be even better than my suggestion. Cause I was going to say, if you don't have a Patreon, get on Patreon and, Do Johnson videos or even do like you could have a collaborative where you're like, hey, here's a video that I was thinking of the alternate ending or different versions of it where if they're not as funny,
1: that's that's a good idea.
0: And and then you could also you could be like, here's the here's the. Spectator tier or audience tier, and then here's the creative director tier. Where if you pay extra, we we'll post videos, and then you guys can provide creative input. And then if we actually take it, oh
1: my god, man, that is that would be life changing. I need to I need to mess with Patreon a little more. Like I need to do something with that. It's just so much work, man. Everything is so much work. I'm like,
0: I know. I I love how I'm coming to you with all these ideas. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. It'll only take 400 hours. So just put it together.
1: Everything takes a day now. I'm like, (laughs) what? It sucks. But it's always worth it in the end. So, yeah, I'll probably do that like tonight.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And so I was going to ask because you mentioned that you started with these videos and started to build some social clout for your intro into stand-up comedy, which I also think is very smart because that's not something that I did. And that's not something that a lot of people that I know in the Phoenix stand-up comedy scene have done either. So I think it's- Oh man, I've been wanting to
1: hit that up. I've been wanting to hit up Phoenix for some stand-up. It sounds awesome.
0: It's, it's a lot of fun. It's, there, it's there are a lot of venues there. there or here, and I think everyone is, is also pretty chill in the Phoenix area, too, so you can hop on shows and, and different things like that. I don't really do That's it awesome. anymore because I'm trying to focus more on podcasting. So I've stopped stand up as much. It's a lot of fun, but it's also a lot of work.
1: The I'm, most work ever. It's like it's, I think it's the hardest thing to do. Man, it's just so crazy to think about that we do that all the time. Like that's a ton of pressure you're putting on yourself every night. <laughs>
0: it's crazy. <laughs> Seriously, and I was gonna ask what what were the differences that you found between video because video you can get responses. I guess you can get them pretty instantly too. If someone's like, "Oh, this blows," but With comedy, it's really instant and it's right there where if you say something that's not funny, you don't get a laugh. Or even sometimes if you say something that's funny, but it's not to the right audience, you don't get a laugh. And so what was it like going into stand-up comedy from doing videos? What did you sense that was different?
1: Like when I first started stand-up, my stand-up was probably like my podcast where I'm just like talking about like more like personal stuff. That's funny, but it's not funny to like, you know, 50 people standing in front of me. Funny. You know what I mean? Like, so doing stand up comedy helped me like be more relatable to other people. Like it helped me learn how to do that. And that's and like right before the right before we were in quarantine, I started getting like I started I think I became a little bit better of a writer. And then but I mean, that all went to shit (laughs) since we haven't done it. (laughs) Since I haven't done stand-up in like three months, I'm like, shit, I don't even know how to write a joke anymore. But, yeah, uh, just having that instant reaction of like a total random group of people, it helped me become more relatable. And like everything got a lot tighter, like my jokes, where it's just like bang, bang, instead of in the beginning, it'd just be like, you know, uh, just a longer version. Like it'd be a whole sentence I didn't need in there that was like random and like just drowned the joke, kind of. Yeah. I just, yeah. You just learn how to relate to the audience a little, a little better. I think. Yeah. That whole answer I gave was like my jokes when I started to stand up. The biggest lead in, in like the most invaluable punch. But yeah.
0: <laughs> well, you're on brand. You're on a podcast, so we can we can open up. Yeah.
1: Here. yeah. Oh, nice, 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 nice.
0: <laughs> and speaking of your podcast, too, I do want to talk about it because when I got. Into it, so I first found out through the the gram, and then I started learning more about you. So then I got the I started listening to the podcast, and this was the point where Joey was gone. So it was just you, yeah. So, and I gotta admit, when I first when I listen to podcasts where it's only one person, I'm like, skip. But I listened to three or four of your episodes, and they were they're so. I still can't define it. Or, or articulate the 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 nectar that you have that you're squeezing from this podcast, but it is just so good, dude. It's <laughs> you. You've got jokes. You're singing.
1: Thank you, man. Oh, that means that means so much, bro. That that hits my soul because that's just me bullshitting for so long, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It, like it, when it, somebody likes that, bro, we're friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, forever.
0: No, I really like it. I like. How well you're you're the whole thing is you're funny. But then also what I like about it is you've got these little moments of these bursts of energy, or I'm guess it reminds me of the name. It's like espresso. You're like, ah, then you just start singing. And then you also go back to stories of your childhood, which makes me think I'm a moron because I, I feel like I forgot a lot of the stuff that happened to me as a kid. And you're talking about when you went to the dentist and you're sucking on the assistant's thumb and (laughs) shit like that. And I'm like, Oh my God, I, I, there are these foggy memories of me kind of being there. So it's like this splash of nostalgia where I'm
1: like, yeah, Yeah, I I remember being
0: a kid a little bit too.
1: I don't remember a lot about being a kid. It's just those moments where like, it's just undeniable. Like that dentist thing man i'll never forget that we went to the dentist like I, i've been to the dentist like two times in my life and i just <laughs> swallowed all of that fluoride bro and it was like I, I like i can't forget that i had to bring it up <laughs> it was so gross
0: <laughs> oh my god oh but yeah it, it's a great podcast and it's highly entertaining being uh A podcast, it's a solo. Because I've listened to a lot. Being a podcaster that either listens to podcasts and tries to do their research and listen to other people doing podcasts, I usually have me plus one other person. Well, me and guests, but I usually like three because I feel like three is a nice number for... There's extra laughter if somebody doesn't think that what I'm saying is funny. The other person might. So you get a balance of laughter and all that shit. But I think you, by yourself... I think you keep yourself entertained too, which is also entertaining to the audience. It's, it's but amazing. then it's yeah. also, I, I kind of feel like I'm there. And then it reminds me a lot of some of the thoughts that I have, which are, you said in, in stand-up, you're finding yourself more relatable to people. Maybe this is a reflection of that. And, and then maybe this is a mix of there's some out there stuff, but then there's some also relatable stuff. And I, yeah. I think even some of the out there stuff, when it relates, I'm like, oh, it hits hard.
1: Yeah, that's like that's like my whole stand up that's like my niche in stand up is like the stuff that like you don't you think about but you never really said. Like that's kinda like what I that's what makes me laugh so hard and some to the point where I don't even care if the audience thinks it's funny. You know what I mean? Like it's just it makes me laugh so hard, like they have no like if you don't laugh, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like like, that shit's funny. (laughs) But like that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff kills me, so thanks for bringing that up. But it is like the solo – like, I was intimidated. The first time I did a solo podcast, like, it was the hardest thing I've ever done. It was like going to, like, a really, really, really bad open mic or something. It was like – and I made the mistake of going live on TikTok and Instagram for my first solo podcast, and it
0: was (laughs) –
1: Dude, I was sweating like you know when you sweat on stage like when you're no- when nothing's hitting like that was the podcast. I was like, okay, uh, I gotta take a break. Like, oh no, it was bad. But like I did, I don't know. I just kept doing them and doing them, and I'm about to do one today. But it just uh, you just got to get the hang of it, like anything. And it basically has turned into like a 50 minute open mic because it's just it's hard to get out your bits and stuff. without getting on stage so I'm kind of treating it as an open mic and just if somebody hits me back about like whatever I said that like kind of was relatable if even if I start laughing I'm like I should write that down and try to like craft it for the stage or something like that
0: that's that's awesome I was about to ask about that too because a lot of people they might do daily writing and then try and take some of those thoughts that they might be able to dig into a little bit more but with you if you've got this solo podcast if you listen back and you're like oh that's a good thought I could dive deeper into that 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 might be just as efficient or even more efficient than the daily writings
1: yeah it's uh I try to do both but and it helps writing helps so much man it is so crazy like i don't feel right i don't feel normal if i don't get like an hour in of writing and sometimes that hour of writing is like the most dreadful hour of all time and you i'm sure you've yep. gone through that but like if you don't if i don't do it it's just like yeah, i feel weird the whole day
0: <laughs> yeah it's like not yeah.
1: taking a shower or something yeah. i'm like ah i don't feel right. God,
0: do you get it in in the morning then? I try to do it before noon.
1: But like some days are messed up and I don't end up writing till like 9 p.m. Like it sucks. Like ha- having it, because like once I, once you get done writing like for comedy, your brain is in like comedy mode and then you, you're, you you know, you're kind of hitting all day. And especially when you have a show at night, it's it's best to do first thing in the morning, but I always feel like I need to work out or some shit. And I just, I don't really end up doing it till like, before noon like probably like 11
0: damn but Uh, yeah that's my that's my but you do it you've got that discipline
1: have to man or else I feel like I'm like letting myself down. I'm like, what am I? I didn't write. What? Uh. And then the next day I write for like three
0: hours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: probably put one thing on, the, probably write down one thing on the paper, but I did it for three hours.
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. I heard of the, I watched this video on YouTube because that's where all my self-help comes from. And I saw this video about the two minute rule where if you're creating a habit, what you tell yourself is you do two minutes of it a day. And so, whether it's playing piano, working out, writing, the idea of two minutes worth of writing is so much less daunting than an hour worth of writing. So, if you do it yeah. for two minutes, then you you can lean into, and you actually do it for an hour, but you're just tricking your mind into doing it. So, I told my wife, I was like, yeah, that's how I, I tricked myself into flossing, because I, I would just say, I'm going to floss four teeth and then I'd end up doing the whole thing. And she was like, You're a disgusting animal. You never flossed before. And I was like, No comment, but <laughs> Just I'm with you me, on man. that, bro. So
1: flossing is tough. Do you floss every night, though?
0: Dude, well, I floss twice a day. Because now I got, I had that Invisalign. Oh, you're psycho. (laughs) Bro, don't mean to flex. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Well, the reason is, is because I'm terrified. I might lose my teeth to some decay or some shit because I had the Invisalign. So now I have in the back four teeth, I have that permanent kind of wire. So I have to also. It's not just a traditional floss. Now I gotta like get in there like a fucking octopus through an aquarium glass. Just like, uh -uh. so I gotta. I I have to be very. Yeah, it's it's time consuming. So.
1: You have to do. Ooh, that day you probably didn't do it, man. You were probably so messed up. That's what I feel like when I don't write. Like the day you don't floss. That's what I feel like when I don't write. I'm like, ah, I'm all like weird. I'm like saying the wrong thing to the wrong people. It's just I come off like rude or something. You know what I mean?
0: It's just weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gums are numb. Start bleeding. Like, I, 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 I. It's rough, man. It's rough. <laughs> by the way, before, I, th- I think we've exhausted the questions. You've been a fascinating guest for the interview part, by the way. Dude,
1: you can keep asking. You can keep asking. How long have we been on? Like an hour?
0: We've been, we've been on 34 minutes.
1: Oh. Yeah, man. Let's get it. Whatever you want to ask
0: i was gonna ask one more thing i was gonna ask about the because i think i've seen this video probably 10 15 times and it might be one of the funniest videos i have seen on instagram it's the one that you posted i think it's an old one from a year ago but with that i don't know if he's homeless I want to know the story about it, but you're you're interviewing this guy and you're basically asking him what the you're singing a song and you're asking him what the rest of the lines are. I couldn't yeah. understand what he was saying the first four I times.
1: Oh, bro, it was so funny. Like me and Joey we just went around. Like we, I work. I'm like ten feet away from that spot where that interview happened right now. Like we work uh, downtown Indianapolis. There's like a circle. And there's a monument in the in the middle of the circle. And we work right there. So we went out there and we just interviewed people to see if they knew like the that song I was singing. I don't even know the song. I'm an idiot. But oh. <laughs> uh, we were just like asking people to finish the lyrics. And he was like, we we're just looking for people that would like be fun to interview. And I was like, what about that dude? He's like, he had like one sleeve rolled up and like one pant sleeve rolled up. He didn't look like super homeless he just looked like he had a dude card you know what I mean like us like oh, for he, sure. he a yeah yeah I was like he might be okay let's let, you know we let's do it two more times let's get this guy in one of them
0: oh and I God. went
1: up to him I was like what's up dude and he was just like oh, what's up, what's up? and I was like this is- <laughs> And I, I kept kind of looking at Joey during it, like, should we keep rolling? Like, is this dude, like, is this too weird? Like, is it, are we going to get in trouble? Are like, we, like, exposing him? And Joey's like, go, 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 go. <laughs> so, dude, we just leaned into it. And it was so funny. His name's Kyle. Like, that video kind of went viral in Indianapolis. And people were like, oh, my God, we got to find this guy. Like, people, people were dying to know who he was. And he, like... The, he said Indiana Land at the end. It like kind of stuck. Like we made T shirts that said Indiana Land on them, and we sold them. <laughs> like, like that dude. That dude for real, for real. And somebody was like, "Yo, Kyle's my ex boyfriend from eighth grade." And he showed me. They showed me like his Facebook. And dude, it was so funny. I was like, "That's so Kyle." <laughs> like, oh my god! Like I know him. Oh. But yeah, god. dude. People. People see me all the time and be like, hey, I saw Kyle walking around downtown. You should interview him again. Just shit like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad that one's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> that is. But, yeah, man, that was crazy as hell. Oh, my God. Lucky.
0: Yeah. No, that, that was really good. He. I, I just so many questions. About I didn't do it. anything. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we really just got super lucky and i just asked him to sing
0: <laughs> that is hilarious and he hilarious. happened to be
1: super fried that day so <laughs> that was even better
0: i was gonna because yeah. he he obviously gave off the homeless vibes but then he also he looked like he had some semblance of hygiene because i don't know if he flossed right. per se but he, his, he had all his teeth He he looked yeah fine aesthetically yeah, we and thinking. then the voice just was like I- i'm fine how are you- i can't even do it
1: <laughs> I, didn't I know think- you're pretty good <laughs> I dude, I my, I my dude joey I who does all the impressions can do a nice a really good kyle like <laughs> he's good at it
0: nice.
1: but uh yeah yeah he yeah he, he didn't look like super homeless so we were like let's talk to him but he ended up being just a superstar man
0: that's <laughs> hilarious oh man maybe you guys should yeah. get him a a Kyle t-shirt or what was it? Indiana land we
1: should definitely give him a shirt definitely but I saw him like I saw him like a month later and I was like oh that's Kyle and then I got my phone out and I was like but I just I was like I don't think I'm ever going to top that one like I don't want to <laughs> you know I don't want to pull like a Tarzan 2 you know what I mean where like it, nobody goes to see it <laughs> Like Tarzan's an all time, or like Tarzan 2. I don't know, dog. Like, I just yeah. kind of want to keep it where it is.
0: Yeah, even Phil Collins was like, uh-uh, not going on that <laughs> one. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God.
1: Exactly. Oh.
0: Well, the questions will keep flowing, but we'll, we'll intertwine them with some of the self-help. So we're going to move into the self-help portion of the podcast where we, we self-help the helpless. So... We're going to go on to that section and before we get into all the self-help, we're going to stay on the surface level a little bit and fuel ourselves with an inspirational quote. Now before I furnish our inspirational quote that we've been provided, do you have any inspirational quotes that help get you through your days?
1: Oh man, I have one but I always mess it up. Um... (laughs) Okay. If you wanna this is it. If you wanna change things in a big way, you gotta make big changes. <laughs> That's my quote. Oh if you wanna change things in a big way, you gotta make big changes. I like that. That's I like all that. I got. I dude, that one speaks to me. It's actually from uh it's actually from Creed too. <laughs> Sylvester's Sylvester Stallone says it, and Sylvester Stallone reminds me of my dad, low-key, so it feels like my dad's telling me that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for a second, I, when you said it, Creed 2, I thought you said it was from Creed, the band, comma, 2. And I was like, oh, I didn't I didn't know we had a Creed fan. Um, well, thanks for your time, Ben. We're going to have to go now, so...
1: creed dude i forgot all about creed they kind of went hard like in the 2000s right like 2002
0: big time big time arms wide open i mean i don't know their songs but i used to used to be a little bit of a fan one of my when i was learning guitar one of the first songs i learned was that uh uh hold me down i'm six feet from the edge and and that gravelly voice (laughs) that just aggravates your ear holes, which is very pleasant to me. I loved it.
1: Yeah, not from not from the band, from the movie, but if it was from the band, that'd be even better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, Yes, I think you'd be the first one to get an inspirational quote from Creed. No, I mean, let's, I, I think, this is what I think. If Creed, if the lead singer drank some green tea or something and soothed his voice to be less gravelly and more less Pearl Dram-like, I think if he had a different voice, it wouldn't be as bad
1: nope oh it wouldn't be as bad i don't think it would be as good
0: oh oh okay all right like that's, that's why that's why
1: i think they're they're kind of they were popping because it was very unique you know what i mean
0: yeah that's true
1: <laughs> like his, his voice was so like oh that's creed you know what i mean like you can you can you know what it is when you hear it you don't have to look at the song or
0: whatever Girl, that's, that's true you the usual reaction <laughs> is oh that's creed okay <laughs> they they were unique yeah. that is very true all right so that's a great inspirational quote thank you ben appreciate it we've got an appreciate inspirational you. quote too that we're going to try and decipher and it's going to fuel us to be able to help with the rest of the self-help This quote comes from Inspirobot, which is an AI-driven machine, a robot that takes some of the most wisest words, mashes them together, and then it provides us with a very juicy quote that provides us with wisdom and nourishment. All right, this week's quote. If you can't rise above her, you can't sit on her.
1: I saw that in the notes. I was like, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs)
0: yeah what did you think by the way because i send over the agenda there's not too much context about it so it just looks like this this beautiful picture very picturesque and then it has this quote that is just utter nonsense were you like what did i sign up for like what what were your thoughts
1: no that's actually like a perfect way for me to view that more people would probably need more information but i was like that's all i need right there like i don't know (laughs) what we're gonna talk about with that but like that's good like perfect
0: <laughs> I love it. So I was gonna say yeah, we, used, we we usually look for the metaphors here, but I'm not really seeing any. It looks like an overt literal quote here. So if you literally can't rise above is. her, you can't sit on her. And so I was gonna ask, when was the last time you've sat on a woman?
1: Like literally? <laughs> Damn. The last time I I wonder what oh figuratively would be like. So stupid bro do you really want to know
0: we can talk about it i think the last person i sat on (laughs) the last woman i sat on was my mom i don't but let's go into your story
1: (laughs) god damn it okay uh all right so this oh my god all right so uh (laughs) damn man okay so ah (laughs) we're in this period of (laughs) we're in this okay after my freshman year of college like I played football. The guys on the football team have to take like a spring term class. I don't know if this is a normal thing, but we're like, we're staying in our dorm like for like five extra weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody in the whole dorm but like me and a couple other dudes. And I'm just, I'm chilling. There's a couple like people on campus and there, there's this girl that's like kind of cute. And I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't even, even if I should go there. You know what I mean? And she ends up like coming over, like, you know, just some through some stupid like college, like, yo, we should like watch a movie or like something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like 2010's like Netflix and chill. Like, let's <laughs> red box and DVD. Nice. But like, it wasn't even like right. that. It was like low pressure. Like, I don't even know if it's like that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. then we were sitting there watching this movie, <laughs> dude. And like, I like we when I'm in that situation, I'm just. It's pretty much like I'm on stage, like one-on-one with a girl. Like, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I've been there. And, like, like pulling out all the tricks. <laughs> and, like, probably for no return, too. But she's, like, sitting there, and I did something stupid where I was, like, gonna, like... I don't know, she might have, like, laid down. Not like that, but, like, just, like, a weird lay. <laughs> and I, like... <sighs> I like kind of cannonballed on top of her like on some weird shit. I was just like I'm going to see like I'm I'm trying to see what her reaction is. Like maybe she'll think it's funny. Like it's not going to hurt. And when I like when I like landed, it wasn't like a hard land, but like when I like kind of landed, I fuck I ripped ass, bro.
0: <laughs> I farted.
1: So- dude and like so i had to not only explain that like i had to explain why i just like dove on her like i was jumping in a pool and then like like i couldn't like cover cover it up you know what i mean like she could hear it smell it and i fucking did a cannonball on her so it was like all right well we broke the ice like that was the last time i sat on a girl
0: the, well here's the question did it work or was she like i gotta go
1: i mean it I worked go. because it was so fucked up it <laughs> like like she was like all right fuck it you know there's no we're not holding back anything now obviously so yeah
0: wait and you didn't try that again it seems like the success rate from the first one is so good fuck the arm around the shoulder Dude, just that, cannonball her and rip one
1: that timing bro it's never going to happen again. You know, you just can't some, some things you can't replicate. Oh. Like, and it was unexpected. The unexpected factor was just like, even I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Um, oh God. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing. Yeah. That was a beautiful story. Um, shout, um, shout out to that wow. girl, whoever that was for taking it like a champ. Dude.
1: Dude. Her name's Annie. Were you talking about a girl named Annie earlier on this?
0: I was. Yeah. Hair? did she have red hair?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, she doesn't have red hair. But this podcast is just hitting, bro. We're, just hitting. we're like, we're like throwing it. We have like four callbacks so far.
0: <laughs> Do you want to be my new co-host? I mean, the other ones didn't even show Forget up to it, this. Girl. Let's just. Make this happen.
1: It'd be fun. Let's do it. (laughs) Nice. All right. uh, Back to the quote. I think there's something there. I mean, if you don't think about it literally, what was it one more time? What was it again?
0: If you can't rise above her, you can't sit on her.
1: Okay. It's weird that they're talking about a girl there. But if it was talking about, like, I don't know, your goals or something, you know, something like that. I can Ah. roll with that. I get it.
0: No. You know what I mean? That's a good point. I mean, in some languages, there's a masculine and a feminine. So maybe Inspirebot was saying that goals in this case are feminine. And so you have to rise above your goals to then cannonball and rip a metaphorical fart into your goals to crush them. And then I think succeed. we just cracked that code. Cracked. I Us one Inspire bot like four thousand from the other. Who's episodes. the robots now? Oh <laughs> yeah. uh, well, great. I think we can move on. I feel like we successfully cracked the code. So we're going to go into a question. Now we've got a question. This first one is from Reddit. It was found by our dear fan Stephanie. Thank you, Stephanie. Now I'm going to read it. It says, <clears throat> "My teenage daughter is constantly humming." My daughter, 15, has been a hummingbird for the past two years. She stops once she's around people, but at home, she's constantly humming. It's sweet at times, but also quite repetitive. With quarantine, she's always at home with nowhere to go, and she hums to herself the entire day. This humming usually consists of the same 30 seconds of a song that she repeats for hours. I've gently reminded her of her noise levels, and she's not the only person in the house, but a few minutes later, the humming returns. Any advice? sincerely somebody help me i was usually i question if if our guests are gonna appreciate the the puns but with what i've seen from your videos i i thought that that would sink in nicely so
1: i'm a i hate puns but i'm a sucker for that shit like when they're (laughs) when they're put in the right when you frame when you frame it right, like cause you're act like you can't get on stage and be Mr. Cool comedian and say a pun, but when you're acting dorky and you say a pun like you just were like it works.
0: Oh there you go. There you go. But by, by the way, quick let's let's go back into interview mode. <clears throat> so Ben, tell me. As a comedian, you've got you've got a lot of elements here. You've got the dork factor, but then you've also got like the 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 athletic, very handsome, charming factor. What mixture of all of those do you use on stage? And this is why I'm going to ask. I feel like you have to be you have to be likable by the audience, right? And so, and I'm also going to turn on the compliment shower. Sometimes I do that, try to get our guests a little wet. But thanks. You're you're just you're so you're very handsome uh, compared to a lot of comics too. Usually comics aren't of the ben polizzi variety but you're like a handsome guy you're charming blah blah blah. and so some people in the audience might be like fuck that guy he's he's what yeah. like maybe not me for example i wouldn't definitely be jealous of you but other people might be like oh that guy fuck that i don't want to laugh at his jokes because he's smart talented and and funny too on top of all of this
1: i've no. been kind of battling that for a little bit but i just got to come off as like oh i feel this like you, i i got to relate to them like like i just got to relate to the people that uh, are are going to be like mm, like spiteful or something like that like i just got to i just got to be as likable as possible so they like look over the fact that maybe they're jealous or something like i i just i try to win them over the whole time 5 minutes of just straight up winning them over <laughs> and then by the end of the show like some big macho doodle come up to me and be like bro you're I, what you said up there is exactly what i was was thinking and i was then like that's the moment where i'm like that's why i do this right here like when you can win over like a group of people you don't think you can win over like it's the best feeling ever for me
0: <laughs> oh that's awesome i i got to see a couple clips i saw one of your I think it was a tryout for a festival where your first joke, it was going in there. It was talking about sports and you were like, anything that you say in sports is like something your mom would say. And you make these comparisons yeah, like, dude. no, no, no. You block a shot. No, no, no. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> you do a good job of paying attention to the whole crowd. And then you add an element of silliness in it where it makes you likable. Thanks. You
1: know yeah. Cause that joke, that might be one of my best jokes because moms are like all right like i can get with this and dudes are like oh he's talking about sports like let's see where this goes and then like you add some relatability like kind of goofy stuff in there and it's just like i think it's a win like i'm still tweaking that joke because you know but you know how it goes but uh yeah yeah, i think that's that might be one of the best ones i have i always keep that in the in the deck (laughs) just in case just it's in case it all goes one. to shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was gonna say if you were like oh i got laid the other night or something people would be like of course he did blah blah blah. Uh, but if you i mean maybe no, you could no. be like well i was over at a girl's place and i cannonballed her and and drilled one into her at the same time well you'd have to that, on see that
1: one. might be something i could work in that might be it because you don't see that fart coming you're like what is this cannonball gonna do and then the fart is like bro why did you do that like the worst like the worst game of all time Oh,
0: (laughs) i'm
1: just glad it was not smooth bro
0: (laughs) i'm just glad you'd farted and it didn't make a splash literally
1: oh jesus wow
0: i i should warn you with the puns that i have it's it's dangerous it's not No,
1: it's it's working, man. It's hitting for me. I'm actually like taken back a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You've had like four. I'm like, does he he know that that just made so much sense? (laughs) All
0: right, let's go back to this hummer. So, did you you had a sister, father, mother? Did you ever have a problem with humming? I feel like you would be the hummer.
1: Bro, this is so on point. This is, this is crazy. I hate how much that I like this subject, but dude, my sister growing up, my older sister was like, You know how I was talking about at the beginning of this podcast, like I got a new laptop and all the little dings and message notifications keep making noise and I can't stand it. Yeah, Like I've got something weird about that. And my older sister's even worse. So if we like were chewing loud at the table, my older sister would be like, she'd like, be straight up like like stop like right there so we had no chance of whistling like whistling humming if we made any noise like that somebody in my family would just be like are you serious right now and then i would never do it again so like that's how that went down in my house (laughs) like even when my dad when my dad's like ringtone goes off now i'm like what the hell is going on (laughs) like so humming doesn't stand a chance Like, even, like, I'd have roommates in college, and one of my roommates in college would always just be whistling and shit in the kitchen. I'd just be like...
0: Oh, my God. Like, I don't want to be
1: rude, but, like, bro, you've been whistling for, like, two hours. Like,
0: what? Whistling (laughs) is the worst. And I remember when I went... I I spent a summer in Italy and was teaching kids English, and there was this other camp counselor, and he, he was actually a phenomenal whistler, but that's the... That's like the worst thing to be the best at because it had that that kind of uh, that timber to it. And it was like <laughs> it sounded like a snow white oh, dwarf I know just was exactly
1: whistling. what you're talking about like how evil of a person do you have to be to learn how to whistle like that
0: (laughs) i was like this asshole has been whistling so much in his life he's just been racking up hours whistling that he's actually good at he could probably be on america's got talent or something but it's so annoying it's even more annoying because then it's it i don't know it brings this cheeriness that
1: like um, now you're you're annoying you're annoying and you're showing off (laughs) like dude (laughs) right right (laughs) you're the worst person i know you're satan now sorry you are i don't make the rules
0: (laughs) oh my god oh god imagine if that's what hell is like just everybody whistling all the time
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) that's their torture that's their torture for you just whistles that
1: really would be mine oh my god that's so annoying to think about
0: oh but anyway for for the mother I'm thinking maybe noise-canceling headphones cuz kids use that to drown out their parents all the time. So maybe the mother can just put in some beats by Dre and then that should be able to knock out that humming, right?
1: I don't know, man. Usually when people are humming and whistling it means they're like anxious or like they don't know what to say or it's like awkward. Like people in the people in the office back to the break room They always whistle and hum and shit because they're, it's awkward because they feel like they need to say something, but they got nothing to say. I hate that. Like when somebody just, I'm like, bro, we don't have to be talking. It's cool. But like, maybe that's what's going on. Maybe she's like, feels like she needs to say something or I I would talk about it with her first. Because if she puts on those canceling noise canceling headphones and there's like a fire or something, <laughs> and the mom's just like sitting back watching TV, like, that might, <laughs> like that the kids might not don't even try cool. and
0: touch her. They're like, "Mom, there's a fire." Okay, bye. But I, I also like wait. <laughs> sorry. Karen. I also like your strategy because mine just goes towards how can I help myself and then yours is how can I help others like my coveted child. So I do like that. Talk with them. Maybe maybe hum back if you're feeling uncomfortable. Then you could hum the same thing. and yeah. she understands how annoying it is and then maybe she'll just pick up another nervous twitch. So it's not really Getting rid of the the nervousness and tension of her. But it's... Man,
1: it's I don't, that, that, that's a tough one. It's probably just a phase, honestly. But I don't know. When I'm nervous or anxious or don't know what to say, I sing. I do it a lot on my podcast. Like, I'll sing something while I'm, like, thinking. And I do that, like, around the, the apartment and stuff. I have a roommate. And I'm always, like, singing church songs that we used to sing when we were, like, 10 years old. They're just, like, coming back in my head. And I'm like, hallelujah hallelujah like all this shit like and that might be annoying to him like the humming is to the mom like i i don't know that's a good question how do you how do you stop somebody from doing something like that might just be a phase hopefully
0: yeah yeah last suggestion maybe a shock collar that way you give them reinforcement every time they hum
1: I, how do you yeah, I mean how do you keep a how do you stop a dog from like barking? You know what I mean? You just have to be like, no, no or without a shot collar, you just have to keep saying no. She might just have to like throw down the hammer and be like, stop humming.
0: I like that. Or just be like, no, no. Bad Julian. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and when she stops humming, give her a milk bone. I think that's fantastic. Okay. That's good. That's good All right. shit right there. <clears throat> Beautiful. Thank you. That was great advice. Now, we've got question two from Reddit, found by our fan Rob. I want to be more sensitive. I want to be able to cry watching a good show. It's happened fewer than five times in my whole life, and some of those weren't even due to the show. It was due to shit I was going through. I hear people talk about scenes making them start crying impulsively, and I feel like it's a whole emotion that I'm missing out on. I want to be vulnerable when I watch an emotional show. How do I cultivate the ability to cry when a touchy scene comes on? Sincerely, if at first you don't succeed, cry, cry again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that had like a second effect on me, bro. Like it was funny and then it just struck even deeper. And I almost (laughs) fell out of my chair but the the best part about that is it wasn't even that funny (laughs) i was gonna say i was like i I
0: think there was a little pain in ben's eyes when he laughed at that he was like god
1: yeah i was like god damn it like it got me i let it get me
0: i don't know why (laughs) i try for those because it's as painful for me as it is for them but then there's this slight satisfaction that i get from the it the, the is, is a little bit. Senses. It's it's
1: like a it's like a thirty seventy thing where you're like yeah the thirty percent just fucked you up. Huh?
0: <laughs> yes, yes. So, <laughs> I, so back to the question asker. First off, I'd like to call out. I like how he. I'm guessing it's a he. I'm just gonna guess. How he's saying I want to cry during oh, shows, God. not not in real life. When uh-huh. I'm handling in real, real emotions with uh-huh. real people, it's like I want to watch This Is Us and just start this bawling when randall find out he's adopted i don't know if you watch that show whatever another wife show i feel it so let's let's go let's go to us let's have some personal stories ben have you ever cried during a show or movie and let's gauge it by the one scene that everybody cries at the lion king when mufasa gets trampled by a bunch of wildebeests because if you don't cry during that you are soulless
1: Ooh, I feel like you know me, bro. I was in the theater. I was in the IMAX. Like before, the IMAX was a popping thing. I was watch- I was in the IMAX with my dad watching Lion King. Like the biggest screen on earth, and that that went down. And I was like, <sighs> I was whole. Like I was so intrigued. But like, I-, I looked over and I was like, I was with some other family members and they were crying. And when I see people crying, bro, I'm I'm release the floodgates, bro. It's gone. So, yeah, that definitely made me cry. Um, This is funny because I just I I don't ever watch shows and I kind of branched out and did it because there's been nothing to do for the past three months. And I watched Stranger Things and I got hooked, man. I got hooked on those characters. And at the end on the last episode, they they got me. I kind of forget what happened. I think they all like went their separate ways. And I just – something – oh, somebody moved or something. Somebody – well, uh,
0: I don't know if I want to say somebody died. You know what, guys? If you haven't seen Stranger Things by now, it's your fault. Hopper dies or or it is believed that he died. Right?
1: Oh, yeah. He gets, like, captured or whatever. Yeah. But that's what got me. And, like, all the kids, like – you know, I just miss like the first season when they were so like tight knit. Now they have like girlfriends and they're growing up. Shit like that makes Bruh. me sad. And like that all that all unfolded, and I was like, da- and it was the last episode, so I was like, this journey's over. And I just fucking teared oh. up for a little bit, oh, maybe man. like three minutes. Was, like, damn, God! And then I started watching like I started watching like the previews for the fourth season, and it, it gave me a little bit of hope. You
0: know? <laughs> oh, nice. Those tears dried, and we're. You were replenished with joy. Yeah,
1: we're back. We're back. We're back. We're nice. Back.
0: I did cry. Well, let's not say cry. A, a tear was shed season two of Stranger Things when Bob got destroyed by the flower dogs.
1: Oh, see, I wasn't really sold on Bob the whole time. I, I kind of thought something was going on with him. Like he was not on.
0: I don't oh, know. He, he didn't win like me. Maybe overall. he had a sinister side. Like, I was kind of
1: weary of Bob. Like, Stepdad role, like uh but he was a he was he came off pretty genuine. And after he got ripped to shreds, I was like, holy shit, I should have given <laughs> were, a chance.
0: You were like, like, I'm sold. He is he is a good guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he's part of the team.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we can fix exactly him, we can that. fix him, put him together.
1: Well and of course God. after he dies, I'm like, that was a good guy. That was a good
0: guy. <laughs> You know what? I think that's exactly <laughs> what I said to my wife after he died. I was like, he was a good guy, that Bob. Good guy.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was hard to watch. That was hard to watch.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so I think, though, uh, you touched on this a little bit. Maybe this guy needs to work out his empathy muscle. So. You need to start thinking about how other people feel. You said you cry when you see other people cry because you're probably thinking oh, about yeah. how sad they are. And so maybe if you yeah. start to think about in the shows, oh, why is Simba sad? Because his papa died by a bunch of wildebeest. That is a sad moment. Think about if that happened to your dad, if he got trampled by a bunch of wildebeests because you had a devious oh, uncle that was trying to take the throne. So I think that if you start to turn it around and put yourself in the eyes of Simba, then you yeah. you might be able to cry. No,
1: yeah, he's missing that connection because that's all I think about. When sad stuff happens in movies and shows, I just relate it to my life. And I'm like, oh, it is sad. So I don't know if he's doing that or not. Yeah. But at the same time, maybe he's just not watching sad enough shows.
0: <laughs> he's oh. like watching
1: Snoopy, shit, like trying to cry. <laughs> like what the
0: hell? He's like, why can't I cry in Family Guy? What the fuck? <laughs> Hi, Chris. Yeah, come on might, over here. He might. <laughs> he might not be
1: watching the right shows. I don't know.
0: <laughs> By the way, I was gonna ask: do, do you? I know Joey can do a lot of impressions. Can you do impressions as well?
1: Um, very select few. I need to, I need to work on that because I can do voices. I just can't, I just can't nail them like he can. He's so good at that. And he's been doing that for so long. It's just so funny to see like just start to surface because he's been doing, he can do an impression. I'm actually scared to see his impression of me because it's probably so good. Oh, because like, we're homies. Like we're around each other all the time. Like, (laughs) Wow. At That's least to be uh, quite the day.
0: At least you have a cool voice, though, to be able to do an impression of. I feel like somebody does an impression of my voice. Like, hi, my name is Stefan, and I do a podcast, and I think I'm funny. Puns, puns. It's just this very deep. <laughs> <laughs> my,
1: my voice isn't cool. I sound like, uh, I sound like, like a kid Robin or something, <laughs> you know, like Batman's sidekick. <laughs> and like all you have to do is sound like robin and then do that like laugh and that's pretty you pretty much got the impression and then say dude all the time and then be like yeah bro for real like that's all you gotta say
0: <laughs> maybe this is why we i maybe. we felt a connection because raw this is the most embarrassing thing i'll ever admit on the podcast and i just said that i liked creed but I, robin <laughs> used to be my favorite i liked him better than batman
1: Dude, yeah, he he does he does kind of capture your heart a little bit. You're like kind of the underdog getting pushed around, but he always he always comes through. I I think that, that I him.
0: always liked those side characters. Like Blue Ranger was my favorite because because Ooh, you know
1: that's why? That's me. That's me all the Side characters, dude. It's it's because we
0: realize <laughs> how much they support the main characters and i think a lot of people oversee that they're just they're just drowning in the glory of red ranger and white ranger when he comes up jesus but i think that blue ranger brought a lot to the table he had some good ideas sure he had some glasses that made him look like a bit of a dork that made you want to give him a wedgie but other than that he was a nice guy
1: yeah like and when he does that one little kick or something that like knocks somebody out you're like i told you dude like you give him that like
0: yeah, yeah that, really? that, that little uh, look that's Billy
1: yeah that's <laughs> my analogy for that is uh <laughs> I get it my analogy for that is like NSYNC grown up like uh Justin Timberlake superstar but like don't forget about Jay-Z Chazé okay don't forget
0: I forgot I have to admit I, I totally I remember Lance Bass Joey Fatone quite the riot I Joey Fatone's hilarious yeah. um But what was his name? John way Chauze?
1: JC. His name's JC. He had the part in the middle.
0: Like, he would go
1: off, and I'd be like, is anybody listening to this guy?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Wow. Let's... Yeah, I I always think about that. I'm
1: like, he was pretty pretty good. He was pretty good.
0: Yeah, he had some solid chops. Oh, man. Well, rest in peace, his career. All right, um anything else for this question asker i feel like we kind of nailed it yeah i think
1: i think we got it watch a different show or uh just relate relate what's going on in the show to your life i think i think we got them covered on that one
0: yeah all right guys well We've reached the end of the podcast. But before we say goodbye, we want to say hello and thank you for listening. Thank you for all the reviews. Thank you for telling your friends. We love seeing those numbers go up, up, up. Cha-ching. We don't make any money from it, but yes. I like the noise. So I'm going to add that. But wanted to just give a huge thank you to Ben. Ben, it was awesome to have you on the podcast. What have you got going on? What do you want to promote? Where can people find you? Tell us everything. Whoa.
1: Uh right now the only thing i have going on is like <laughs> stuff on <laughs> Instagram really i guess so follow me on there benedict polizzi b e n e d i c t p o l i z z i it's long but whatever um and on the podcast too i'm actually that's what's going on with me today i got to record that a little later it's called espresso Um, You can find it through my Instagram. It's usually on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stuff like that. But right now, I'm just kind of – I got to figure out some, some of the ins and outs with that, and we'll be back on there. But, yeah, just everything through Instagram, really. Twitter, Ben Polizzi, TikTok, Benedict Polizzi, and, yeah, that's it. It was really fun, man. Thanks for
0: having me. Dude, this was awesome. And a quick note to the listeners. If you guys are like, oh my gosh, I can't spell Benedict. It's going to be in the show notes. So you can just click right there and then you can follow him wherever you want. And you can listen to Espresso. You can go to his website when he has tour dates that are coming up. It'll all be right there. So follow this man. He's hilarious.
1: Hell yeah. Thank you.
0: Thank you, man. Um, Well, I think that's all. So I guess we'll say goodbye. We'll talk at you next week. Bye, everybody. Peace.